training camp starts today, but everybody is not ready to get out there and play right now. We'll tell you who's on the pup list. We'll also talk about the vaunted Joe Woods three safety look, and we'll talk about some of the newcomers that are going to get some minutes because of the pup list. We'll come back and do that all on the next Locked on Browns podcast. You are Locked on Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, the Barbershop 92.3, the fan, Mr. Garrett Bush. If you all haven't been checking out the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday, closing in on 11,000 subscribers. Let's get that number over there for the boys. Make sure you're following at GBush91. Appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out. Uh, whether it is your favorite podcast platform, of course, now on YouTube, uh, well over 2,300 subscribers to this point. Growth there has been fantastic. We appreciate it uh, as we take this new avenue here of Lockdown Browns into the future. And as we told you, it's been a fun ride this far with Garrett and I. Um, but it wasn't a down of football to talk about. It wasn't a practice to talk about. You know, the old Allen Iverson. We talk in practice. Well, we got practice to talk about starting today on the Lockdown Browns podcast 2022 Cleveland Browns training camp is open. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step here today in Berea. We got regular Kevin Stefanski at 115. We got players before practice at two o'clock every day. Uh, it feels so good to be back into the realm of things here with your Cleveland Browns. Uh, some housekeeping. There have been some talk about this, and you know, obviously with Jack Conklin coming back from uh, you know the uh, the injury during the season, all the rehab. Um, it doesn't matter if Jack Conklin is ready to go on July 27th. It matters if Jack Conklin is ready to go on September 11th. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Jack Conklin kind of get a JC Treader treatment over the summer here where, you know, as much rest as he's needed, you know, Jack is a veteran. Uh, I think it's year six or year seven NFL now. Uh, he knows what he's got to do to be ready to go for Carolina week one. So Jack Conklin uh, will not be participating in anything yet today on the uh, physically inactive perform list. Denzel Ward, if anybody remembers the last OTA practice, uh, foot, ankle, whatever it may be. Uh, Denzel Ward also unavailable to start the beginning of camp. Anthony Walker, Sheldon Day, both a little bit dinged at this point. Uh, Javon Wims, uh, we'll see there. This is a guy I talked about. He could maybe make a little noise, but a problem like that is when you are a late, late roster spot guy. Uh, the old adage of you ain't making the club from the tub, so to speak. So we'll see how it works out for Javon wins. First thought here is, you know, and as I mentioned with Jack Conklin, this is just making sure Jack can get on his pace ready for September 11th. Um, we're going to get to, you know, what this can do for the rest of the Browns offensive line here. Um, I James Hudson will do that in segment two. Um, but, you know, with Jack Conklin, and we've talked about this, Garrett, this is a big thing with Conklin is can he get back to being the player who was on the level of a Joe Batonio, of a Wyatt Teller, which made, you know, we know the Browns offensive line the last few years has been outstanding. It's been excellent. Um, but when you get uh, three guys who basically can play at an all-pro level, 
That's just absolutely, it's ridiculous. It's nuts. It's bananas to have players of that ilk. Denzel Ward, we are now going into year five for Denzel Ward, has the big contract extension in hand. I know there's some that get upset. You know, Denzel misses time. But again, he's your number one quarterback, cornerback. He is for a reason. Um, you have other players in that room that are going to get an opportunity this summer for more reps that they need. Nobody's questioning whether or not Denzel Ward will be ready to go. Nobody's questioning the talent that Denzel Ward has. Am I um, frightened? Um, and I'm, am I scared or overly, you know, uh, nervous or apprehensive about Denzel Ward? No, not really. Um, he he does. He is nicked up some. Uh, you know, he has had some issues with his, uh, hamstrings. He's had some issues with, with some other things. The thing that really I, I kind of it, it is slightly alarming anytime this happens. I don't like foot injuries, right? Here in the, uh, here in the Midwest and here in, in Cleveland, we dealt with foot injuries. Uh, Zadruno Zogaskis, we one of the best big men out. You know, he just came out and had all these foot injuries. You know, when you're talking about feet and ankles, I don't like that because I, I you know, people hear the the Liz Frank injury uh, where where you got the the metatarsals and you got cracks and they got put screws in it and all that good stuff. Not saying that that's what it is with Denzel Ward, but anytime you use your feet and your ankles, defensive backs, that's their whole game. That's their life. If they can't pivot and run, turn and run, uh, you know, they're always stopping and starting. That 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 puts a lot of stress and 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 a lot of force and torque on your lower body and on your feet, especially if you're as fast as Denzel Ward. So, um, you know, I, I was I wasn't surprised that the Browns was like, hey, let's be a little uh cautious with this. I think they wait uh, on Jack Conklin, and, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't see a lot of time. Um, they want to just get him to the first game. They don't want no problems. They want to maintenance his, his injury because he, especially for a lineman. Uh, your lower body is where you pass protect with, right? And he already plays a little higher. Um, he's more of an athletic build. So I, I, I would expect that they would play um, play it safe with him. Uh, Anthony Walker, on the opposite side of the football as well, is on the uh, pup list, the active pup list. We talked about it in joke. I said, that's a little bit of oxymoron. You active, but you can't physically perform. <laughs> so, hey, I get it. I get it. But like you said, I'm not worried about him because one of the things that we know about him is he he knows the defense. He's going to read his keys. Uh, he knows where everybody is supposed to be at anyway. So we're not worried about him. He'll be behind getting his reps and mental reps. So in the first week or so, I'm I'm really not worried about it. You know, I'm just just we want to get everybody through training camp. The season is uh, training camp and preseason is down to three games now. So and by the way, I would not expect to see Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt a, a ton. Um, I wouldn't expect to see um, Jadavian Clowney a ton. Uh, he's a guy that notoriously hates camp, and, and who wouldn't? Uh, and I don't think you'll see Miles Garrett and some of those other guys. But coming up in the third segment, we will talk about some guys, some younger guys that have a great opportunity to get some reps because of this. So that's always a, a double-edged sword. Yes, you want to get your starters in there and get some, uh, some playing time, but if guys are nicked up and, and bumped up a bit, that's why it's good to have depth and, and guys behind them. Yeah, there is nothing worse than training camp. It is just an absolute hellish experience. Um, you can absolutely be the biggest lover of playing the game of football, and training camp will certainly test your merits as to whether or not you truly love the game. If you can make it through you know, a camp at any level, high school, college, obviously the NFL, if you can make it through without throwing even one punch at a teammate, because you're all so compressed upon each other, you get tired of each other. It's hot. 
you get cranky, you know, for new players, you kind of get your feel, you get your time with each other, start to understand the type of people that you're, you know, com- competing with, working with uh, to hopefully achieve, you know, great successes. Um, for Jack Conklin, this is, this is about week one. None of this is about the summer. The Browns know what they have. Um, they understand that Jack is com- coming back from something. Denzel Ward, again, you know, this, you hate to say, oh, well, Nothing matters with him unless he's available for game day. But when players are that good, are that valued, and Denzel Ward, Denzel Ward certainly by the contract extension the Browns gave him, that is where he is at. Uh, you are a number one cornerback. I mean, I don't care if I see you Tuesday through Friday. As long as I can say 21's out there on Sunday, he's going to go take care of this issue. He's going to go t- take care of Jamar Chase. He's going to go take care of whatever team's number one wide receiver is on the field. Um, you know, a lot of this is just basically paperwork and clarifying things. And it sounds, you know, kind of silly. Some of the designations that they get, just like Garrett said, um, he's here, he's good to go, but he can't go. Cause maybe his back's a little tight. You know, I mean, it's, it's semantics, um, a lot of verbiage here, um, kind of what we've been going through for a couple of months here, as far as trying to explain legal ease here on lockdown Browns, but it is all about football. Now, um, the opportunity is going to be there for, you know, other guys to get opportunities to get work that they certainly need here. Why some people can't go, we're going to get into all of that. Your latest Locked On Browns training camp open, Garrett Bush and Jeff Lloyd. We appreciate you all for being along for the latest ride. Whether you are ready to pop the question or you are celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, its size, and its clarity, as well as the setting style. Blue Niles Bench Jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring. So, guys, maybe it is time to check out Blue Nile and see if you can create something as perfect as her and ask her to join you in forever. Looking for jewelry but having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Go to BlueNile.com and make every moment sparkle with jewelry for her from you. And Lockdown Browns listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, no space. Again, LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured. It ships for free and arrives in a discreet package that won't give away what is inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Shout out to every single one of you guys out there representing uh, for the Locked On Browns podcast. We're continuing to move. And like we say, this whole thing is a movement. This is you and us taking that journey with us. So we want to thank you guys for making us uh, your, your first listen daily uh, and continue to support us on uh, you know YouTube and subscribe and hit that notification bell. We're going to have some players on here during the season. Trust me on that one. We're going to have players in here doing that up, so you don't want to miss it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, and we're going to get this thing going as right. well. You look uh, at Conklin being out, and, and you and you look at Denzel Ward being out. This is great opportunity that, that we can pivot and talk about some young players. Uh, James Hudson got some minutes last year. Uh, it was a little shaky. A <laughs> little shaky for him. Um, I think Monday night in Pittsburgh would testify to that, yes. A <laughs> little, little shaky, right? Uh, it, it was a situation where, you know, James is a guy that just, to be honest, still learning to play the position. Used to be a former defensive lineman. And I tell you what, he has the raw, he has the raw tools, right? When I see him playing, I'm like, oh, I know he used to play 
defensive line because I can see his footwork. I can see, you know, just the, the mentality. He's also aggressive. But sometimes as an offensive lineman, especially in pass protection, you do not want to be aggressive. <laughs> you got to kick slide. You got to move your feet. You got to hunker down. You can't be overextended with your legs bent straight up. That's not going to work for a tackle. So I think that when you when you got Bill Callahan, one of the best offensive line coaches in the game, I think they've been working with him and Nick Harris and some of the younger guys. And I think I'm, I'm interested in definitely seeing what he's going to do. If he gets the majority and lion's share of the snaps in preseason, this works twofold. It works to your advantage because you can keep Conklin fresh, and it also gives valuable game and practice reps to James Hudson. And when you're when you're a younger player, second-year guy, when you're playing with the ones and you're going against Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney every single day, right, and you got JOK coming off the edge screaming, listen, that's going to get you better. I'm sorry. It, it can only work to your help if you're playing against those guys in, inside run drill and pass rush. Those guys are going to get you better, and I think those reps are extremely valuable. And when you look at Emerson, I think this is going to have an opportunity – to definitely see him be able to play and, and get his money off because he's a longer corner, and you know how they do here. They love corners. Um, the Cleveland Browns are sneaky deep in the back seven. Sneaky deep, right? You got Emerson. We got A.J. Green is another guy that that played really well, graded out well uh, as far as his coverage grade and pro football focus uh, in the upper 80s. I thought Greedy Williams played a, a really good season last year, came back and was healthy for the most part, and he's a guy that I think is playing for a contract. He might not be it here, but he's playing for a contract somewhere else, right? Uh, and then, obviously, Greg Newsom, who could play inside or outside. So now you get an opportunity – to say, if, hey, I still got corners on the outside. I can go ahead and play them in the boundary as far as Emerson being an over a 6'2", 6'3", almost a corner. And I still got the ability to put Newsom in the slot and still see if he can if he can cover those shifty guys in the slot. So right now, man, the, the Browns' depth in the back seven really helps them out a little bit. And I think they'll, they'll really exploit uh, some, of the, some of that depth coming up in training camp. The good thing about it is Richard LeCount, Richard LeCount can play special teams. He's a special teams guy. So, he, you know, he's going to play on all those positions even if he doesn't, um, even if he doesn't start in that, that I would call it, sub package. Um, but I, I fully expected that Richard LeCount will get some playing time. Uh, Ronnie Harrison, like I said, his track record of staying uh, healthy is not good. And he's coming off a year where he had a lot of diff a lot of mistakes, to be honest with you. So, um, you know, I'm excited to see what they, they can bring back there. But I think it will prove to be one of the more stronger units of the squad. That's it, folks. 2020 training camp is here. We got daily pressers. Coach Stefanski at 115, players before. You go through this and, you know, when you talk about, you know, certain players on this team. And, and it is kind of strange when you talk about certain players on the Browns now as far as getting like the veteran days off the veteran time um because the Browns you know you look at it they're not necessarily would be considered an older roster but this is also about protecting your investments your best players need to be available on game day and that's a number one what it's all all about you don't care who's participating on july 27th we all certainly care who's participating on september 11th with denzel ward we'll see how long it turns out to be um i think we're all very very confident in where greg newsom was at last year greg newsom's path is headed um, aj green has been a really really fun player and certainly unheralded 
in his time here with the Browns. Um, you know, I've talked about it. You know, I Garrett and I, we both talk with John Costco a lot. He is one of basically the, you know, um, not not recognized better players in the Cleveland Browns secondary. Can with more playing time, can that you know continue to proceed on the path it's at? We'll see. But AJ Green has certainly had a nice start to his career here in Cleveland. Greedy Williams, obviously huge year here, you know, as Garrett said. Um, and it's it, it's almost like nuts to believe that we are in Greedy Williams' fourth season with the Cleveland Browns. It feels just like yesterday. He was drafted by former Browns general manager John Dorsey. But for Greedy Williams, it's, you know, an opportunity. Can I be a starting quarterback in this league? Um, Because there's a really good chance it probably won't be in Cleveland. But either way, you know, you want that opportunity. You know, Martin Emerson brings physicality, um, a little bit different than the rest of the Browns. You know, cornerbacks um, loves to get his nose dirty, loves to get into it, gets kind of chirpy. Everybody knows that is my favorite type of cornerback. You've got to have guys with that type of energy on defense. It's not something that everybody has. um, But when you got somebody who won't shut up out there, it kind of gets everybody, you know, keeps everybody focused, gets everybody a little bit more motivated. Martin Emerson certainly brings that type of energy. James Hudson, um, you know, this is you know very similar to, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, when Greg Williams was with the Washington Redskins at the time, he was enamored by a teller. He really wanted Washington. Uh, Wyatt obviously ended up getting drafted by the Buffalo Bills. Here's the opportunity now. The two are, you know, finally together with the Cleveland Browns and, you know, uh, he saw what he could do with Wyatt Teller and to Wyatt's, you know, credit, he put in a ton of work and, you know, has become one of the top right guards, one of the top guards in all of the NFL. This was something James Hudson, Bill Callahan wanted to work with James Hudson. It started off slow. Certainly, you know, there were some bumps in the road. Um, he had a great, you know, uh, week 18 finale to his rookie season. Again, Cincinnati Bengals didn't play most of the best players, but you need confidence. You need stepping stones. And when you were a day three pick, in the NFL draft year one, it's learning how to do it. It's learning what you don't know yet. Maybe you did enough to you know get by in college, but it's what do you, what do you have to do to be a successful pro? He's playing, you know, on an offensive line with absolute studs everywhere. It's not too hard to basically learn by osmosis, just watching Joel Batonio go to work, Wyatt Teller go to work, Jack Conklin go to work and understand what you need to do to be a better player. And, you know, as you said, you can't get aggressive in pass pro and, you know, James Hudson at times trying to di- dictate to TJ Watt. Um, not that that wasn't going to work. <laughs> football. That was not going to work. Um, and, you know, granted it was a terrible matchup. TJ Watt had an incredible night, but for James Hudson, the opportunities there, look, you're going to get a lot of work here. You're most likely going to be a starting tackle for most of training camp as Conklin gets himself ready. It's what these guys need, you know, and yeah, again, to what Garrett said, Uh, You want to see if James Hudson is ready to one day be a starter in the NFL? Well, going against Jadavian Clowney, Miles Garrett, and a bunch of other six-foot-five, 265-pound defensive ends that are long, they're athletic. Guess what? That is the ultimate school that a player can go to to get himself ready. Um, Chris Hubbard is here. I'm sure in an ideal situation, the Browns' plan is that James Hudson would be that swing tackle this year. Um, in perfect world, doesn't get many reps during the regular season, obviously. But there are things, you know, Jack Conklin, what are you going to do week three? You know, if Jack's coming off a pretty serious injury. Is he going to be able to go on three days rest on a Thursday night game? Or is it going to maybe be in your best interest to say, hey, look, James Hudson, go out there and do the job this week. We're going to get you the rest we need because it's about 17 games. It's not about just week three Thursday night football. Um, 
So manipulation has to be done here. And certainly, you know, with, and it's weird because the roster is young and starting to look at these guys like veteran days off. It is a little different, but it's all about conservation and making sure you can get your best 53 on the field Sunday, each Sunday, Garrett. Got to, got to. Because if you look at it, <clears throat> the worst thing that would happen, and we talk about this all the time, when you know we're going into training camp, one of the things that you need to do is training camp is so brutal on your legs. The coaches will say, hey, we got to give your legs back to you guys. It will give your legs back to you guys. And, and we used to, and back in the day, I, I just, it still seemed kind of crazy that we was doing two-a-days and it was like literal two-a-days. It was like, no, you go one practice and it was two and a half hours. Then you went and you lifted for like an hour. Then you got lunch. You laid down for maybe an hour and a half. You right back up for treatment in another practice, fully padded. And then you turn around and got to run gassers after practice. Fully quick, man. Come on, bro. And it's what we're gonna give you. We'll give you your legs back to you. My legs ain't been back. They listen. Hey, Jeff, I still ain't got my legs back from that. <laughs> not a chance. Uh, not <laughs> so they want to keep guys upright and fresh, ready to go into the season. So I ain't got no problem with it. These guys, especially with veterans and especially guys that uh that that have played a lot of downs. So I ain't got no problem with it. And it, look, it is so much different now than it used to be. I mean, now it is so structured. The Browns practice between two and four. <coughs> and as Garrett said, obviously, you know, back in the day, it was, you know, 9 to 1130, lunch, <coughs> lift, maintain, do what you got to do. And then guess what? By 2.30, you're back in the trainer's room. You're getting taped up again, going out there for another 90 minutes, hour, two and a half. If it wasn't a good practice and the coaches were aggravated, I'm um, certainly more structured now and and better fit to make sure that the players are in the best position they can, you know, possibly be. I mean, you know, it's a year round sport. You know, these guys are pretty much ready to go once training camp opens. Of course, they have to get back into the physicality aspect of it and those types of things. Um, you know, which the Browns and look, they've been smart with how training camp has been handled this year. Um, and we've certainly seen firsthand with players like JC Treader that the Browns know what the best plan is for each individual. Cause again, it's, you know, practice is great, but it is all about games. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest lockdown Browns here. Going to come back and talk a little bit about the safety position. As we all know, Joe Woods loves his safeties, loves three safeties. Question is, is who's going to be that third safety? Stick around. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. Welcome back. Your boy G. Bush at G. Bush 91 on Twitter. Jeff Lloyd, you can follow him at, <clears throat> at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Continue to follow us on Locked On Browns and, and keep it locked. Remember, we will come on. We will do a live. Jeff, Jeff and I will hop on here live right after the Deshaun Watson news will break. Make sure you keep it locked here. Uh, we will do. Um, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show will go live, um, and you can see any any uh, of the updates and live information live of the Deshaun Watson suspension news. It will be on Locked On Browns podcast, so you'll be able to watch that. Uh, whether you just on Twitter, you'll be able to follow that, and it will come up live actually as well 
on Locked on Browns uh, podcast. So keep it locked. Make sure you get the notifications so you can see when that news breaks. We'll keep that uh, in contact with you and get that. And Jeff and I, after that, will come on and do and give a, give you a, 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 our take on the whole situation as well. So make sure you follow us uh, and make sure you keep uh, up to date on all the stuff that we got going on. Now, Jeff, we talked about it a little bit last year. Uh, and we all made a, a lot to say about the the whole three safety situation. Now, Joe Woods this year um, is going to have a lot of people and a lot of, uh, you know, a, a lot of uh, weapons at his disposal. Everybody on their defense is back. And we just talked about a little bit about how the, that back seven is really deep back there. But when it comes to the three safety rotation, uh, you know, we're going to see there, there might be a little camp battle. Um, you got a guy from University of Georgia, R- Richard LeCount who had a nice preseason uh, last year, had a couple interceptions. Um, also, you got, uh, you, you know, you got uh, Roddy Harrison, who is a guy who's been with this this uh, team for a couple years now, has shown some some bright spots in the year one. Year two did not have such a great year. Uh, Ronnie has not been able to stay on the field. And on top of that, he's made some, some bad penalties, bad penalties, bad mistakes, late hits, um, undisciplined play. And we can't have that this year. Can't have it this year. And that's why we, we're even talking about this battle because, you know, when you look at it, the Browns are are going to have to lead this team defensively until Deshaun Watson gets back. And so they're going to have to be stingy. They're going to have to be disciplined. And they have to be have no busting coverage. And so when you look at the, the Richard LeCount versus Ronnie Harrison, I'm telling you right now, the Browns are going to lean towards giving Richard LeCount some, some playing time. You know why? Because they drafted him. Anytime you draft a player, you have more of an incentive to develop them because you already have them under contract. Also, he's younger. He's a younger version, a younger player. Uh, and and, and you, if you are even, we know this all the time. If you even with a, with a veteran that that is making some money and been in the league and is a little older, if you're even with the rookie or even with the young guy, guess who's gonna get them reps, Jeff? Young guy always gets denied, always gets denied. So if he's not ready to go, Richard LeCount is going to be in there with that safety rotation of John Johnson III, Grant Delpit, and you're going to see a lot of Richard LeCount. 2020, there was no question about who was the best safety on the Browns roster. It was Ronnie Harris by a good, good amount. 2021, you get Grant Delpit coming in a year two off the injury that cost him to miss his entire rookie season. You sign John Johnson, and you really thought you had what would be the makings of an incredible Incredible three safety group. Um, you know, Ronnie Harrison at times, you know, his head got too big, got lost in the situation. We all saw it week one versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and times where you know, penalties, bad penalties, and you know, especially without Deshaun Watson, those could be crucial, those could cost you, you know, a game, no question about it. Um, so Ronnie Harrison. And it was a difficult offseason. I think Ronnie Harrison thought he was going to get an opportunity somewhere else, probably for a little bit more money. Um, as the process kept going and going and going, uh, kept coming down, kept coming down. It came to a point where the Browns said, all right, well, we can basically hedge our bets here. Um, Richard LeCount, who had a nice summer on the field for the Browns, and it didn't really translate into the regular season. Um, and Ronnie Harrison, a player that they've seen firsthand perform for them. So look, either way, it can be one of them. So what are you going to have? You're going to have hopefully the two of them push each other. Um, it certainly hedges any bets as far as whether or not something, God forbid, happens to Grant Delpit or Josh, uh, John Johnson III. Um, but you have similar players, you know, both long, kind of like bigger safeties. 
We saw the count with a couple interceptions of preseason games last summer. We've seen things Ronnie Harrison can do, like a pick six against Phillip Rivers in 2020. These guys are going to push each other. These guys are both both should be solid players. So a lot of the battles within that are going to be really interesting as far as establishing the pecking order of this secondary that Joe Woods has at his disposal. And it is a great group. It is a talented group. But Ronnie Harrison – can he get back to the player he was in 2020? And Richard LeCount, can you get over the bumps and basically the potholes of you know, what ended up being maybe a lost you know, rookie year for Richard LeCount? Um, I still go back to the Green Bay game on Christmas Day. I don't know where or how anybody drew up, you know, Richard LeCount versus Devontae Adams one-on-one, you know, from about the five. Uh, probably not the best spot for Richard LeCount to be in. We've seen Ronnie Harrison be a star at times for this Browns secondary in 2020. LeCount, the opportunity is there to be a contributor, a playmaker of this team. I'm looking forward to it. And this is what it comes down to, Garrett. I mean, you go in with you know, a roster you know that's you know, closer to 90. Maybe legitimately you go in, especially if you're the Browns this year, maybe 62, 63 guys possibly that could make this team. And it's going to be these battles. And it's going to be these daily, daily battles that for some of these guys are going to make the difference whether or not they're here September 11th or not. Beginning of the 2022 Cleveland Browns journey is here he is garrett bush part of the ultimate cleveland sports show monday through friday 11 to 1 on youtube closing in on 11,000 subscribers hit that button for the boys over there so continue to put out great work day in day out of course the barbershop 92.3 the fans saturdays other uh opportunities over the summer you know filling in as some vacation time gets had by the folks over at the fans so make sure you're checking it all out at g bush 91 make sure you're following over there show itself at lockdown browns follow back account dms are always open me personally Personally, Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. We appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen day in, day out. Whether it is on your favorite podcast platform, make sure you're following, subscribe to the show, five-star ratings, written reviews, and now on YouTube, over 2,300 subscribers. Uh, the response over there has been great. Uh, we appreciate everybody following along for the ride. The numbers are definitely jumping right now, which makes sense as training camp is now open. We appreciate you all for for the ride, you know, being along for the ride with us as we go to this new avenue. Uh, certainly going to be a little bit different. Lock on Browns here in what will be year six for me um, in Cleveland Browns coverage here at Locked On Browns. Just appreciate you all. Again, none of this happens without people showing up to listen and showing up to watch every single day. All of this being said, get amped up, get excited, folks. Browns camp is open. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.